0: I love that theme music Do so you? much. It's, Don't be sarcastic. Yes, I, I'm not being sarcastic. It's great music. Come on, homie. Uh, Mickey, it's the fourth wonderful episode of our fourth wonderful show. Uh the Grammys are next week. Oh.
1: Are we gonna t- are we gonna is the next episode we're we gonna talk about them?
0: I think the next episode will be another album. And then the one after that we can talk
1: about the results. Okay, that sounds good. Our sixth episode special. Sixth o- <laughs> our six episode subscriber special we're you know our
0: first episode got like 17 listeners and then our second episodes only got like seven so
1: i'm happy you know i don't care well i mean obviously i do care thank you to everyone that's listening i know yeah it's really great um but you know i'm just here for fun so we're, we're, we're i'm not i'm not planning on monetizing this at all i'm just here just to just to hang out with my good friend andy
0: i'm here to make the big bucks baby (laughs) Nikki's just a tool in my money making scheme. man's trying to be a sellout dude you know it's not very punk but who's who who am i to not make money and you know
1: eat yeah (laughs) uh you been up to anything specifically fun um specifically fun huh um i don't know uh not not particularly. Um I'm just kind of been living life just listening to a bunch of new music. I I didn't really listen to a lot of new things uh over over the past week since we last um we last filmed, but uh oh there's yeah, did you hear there's a new um Beach Bunny EP just came out? I did listen to it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um it, it's not bad for sure. It, it for to me it did feel just like another batch of like um Beach Bunny songs, yeah. Um, but I mean, there's again, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, nothing, nothing more, and nothing like different from from the record or their previous uh, previous, previous EPs. EP. Yeah, but um, yeah. no, but, but it's good. Give it a listen. Yeah, I I recommend if you like if you like uh, pop punk. Is that what you, how will you call, describe them? Uh, pop rock, pop rock. Maybe. Yeah, no. um, they're very accessible. I I hope that's not uh, a dig. I I I think that's I would consider that a compliment. I think it's hard to be accessible sometimes. Um, but no, it's great. Give it a give it a go, would you? Uh,
0: so what we did listen to this week, Nikki? Yes. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors, nineteen seventy seven. Now
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that you've listened to this before. I've listened. To some of these
0: songs on it before, some but this is the first time all the way through. I, what about you? This
1: is also the first time I've listened to it all the way through. I really have to be honest with everyone. Um I've only heard dreams from this record before. Um my favorite, my favorite Fleetwood Mac song is um Little Lies, which is on Tango in the Night. Um I think that's two albums later. I enjoy that one. I love this the, the little synths that that go on in there. Um I remember hearing it for the first time in an Outback Steakhouse um having t- having lunch with my mom and I was like oh that sounds cool I should uh should look up that that hook hook when I get home and then I did and then the music video so fun um so, so 80s uh, <laughs> um but yeah that's uh, that's that's really my background with um one of the most celebrated bands of all time
0: Uh, well, I've only listened to, like, pretty much all the big songs from this, like The Chain, uh, Dreams. Dreams, yeah. uh, Which, to say, most of their biggest hits are on this record.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, this is, this is by far their most, to my understanding, their most successful record. This might be, um, if I, you can fact check me on this or cut this out, but, um, I'm pretty sure this is like, in the top 10 of the most successful albums of all time, like, in terms of record sales. Um, I think it it might even be numbers two um, behind Michael Jackson's Thriller, or it might even be number one. I'm Actually, I'm going to double check. Yeah, Michael. Okay, so Michael Jackson's Thriller is number one. Back to Black. Rumors is um, number nine. Mm. Or is that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's number eight. Uh, It is the eighth most sold record most bestseller damn that's a lot that is a lot no this is a very um this is a very popular record and it really like um i was reading on the wikipedia before this you know they said that they, you know this is their most important record for them for their discography which is like objectively correct um and so anyone who is a fan of fleetwood mac is not going to like the fact that I found this record a little so-so. Oh, my God, me too! I didn't. <laughs> you ready to tear this shit apart, Andy? Let's go, let's go.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So, first off the list, uh, I couldn't find the original recording for this no, record. No, I couldn't Spotify either. I thought It, it was, only had the 2004. Yeah, they only,
1: I, I only got the remaster on Apple Music, the 2001 remaster. Um. And also, they're super deluxe with like fifteen thousand songs and like four hours of content.
0: <laughs> Did not I tried to find the original, but I couldn't. So uh, waste of time. I'm sure there were. We could have critiqued. We could have torn into the mix. We could have. There are probably so you know, many errors still, on there's it. There's still
1: some mixing. There's a lot of mixing that I have to do here. I don't really think the master, the new, the remaster, would change any of the mixing elements. Just probably it's just the loudness issues. Um, and also it's just merit very compressed. It, it's pro- definitely way more compressed if it's remastered um, but yeah, no, I'm I, uh, I'm glad we agree on this. I can't I, I'm I'm excited now. Let's go.
0: Uh Nikki. So let's go into what it beat out What did it beat out some big names it beat out "Aja" by Steely Dan <laughs> uh, JT by James Taylor's okay. Oh James Taylor. Hotel California by the Eagles really and it beat out the original Star Wars soundtrack. <laughs> so it beat Star out some Wars. pretty big stuff. And uh, mm, let's uh, start with the album art. What do you think of?
1: You know, I actually, I like it. I, I like the, um, I be, is that Stevie Nicks? I just want to make sure. because Or is that Christy McVie? Um, the woman on the cover. Um she looks very all flowy. I like her dress. It's all elegant. I don't know. It's 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 an interesting cover. It doesn't say a lot, I don't think. Um and I am just now noticing that um the gentleman on the cover has two uh ball ornaments hanging off of his crotch. Um I did not realize that before. Uh I don't know what this is supposed to signify. Although it is rather it's interesting. It kind of reminds me of like I don't know. Like they kind of like it's. It looks like a cutout from like some sort of like classical painting.
0: Yeah, it's, it's got like that kind of early United States art style. Yeah,
1: and they just kind of like um impo- superimposed it onto like this like Manila yellow background. Um, I like the um the 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 logo the Fleetwood Mac rumors. I think that's it's it's nice in um flowy it feels rather um kind of has like a medieval renaissance vibe to me yeah
0: it's got a cool aesthetic no i
1: like the art i think it's good the, the way that the the two o's in wood kind of overlap like a venn diagram this is i'm getting too specific but i do enjoy the o and the rumors <laughs> is getting over the m and the u you get the point it's sure. a good it's a good logo but yeah i don't know what's uh, going on in this cover personally i like tango in the night far better that's a fascinating cover to me but yes
0: you know I looked up the producers uh, for this record, and they are pretty much just the Fleetwood Mac guys. <laughs> it's like mixed. Like, they did League all their League. early discography. Yeah. Uh, but other than that... Ooh, I almost spill my water. Uh, other than that, uh, nothing really too interesting. One of them did, like, executive produced the best of Motorhead. Motorhead. What's uh, Motorhead? Yes. You don't know Motorhead? Never heard, no. They're a metal band. Do you listen to a lot uh, of metal, he- Andy? Not a lot. I did take the heavy metal course uh, oh, yes. at school. Shout out
1: to Juliet Forshaw for just being, for being a badass. I heard she ran the class well. I regret not taking it. She in college. did. I probably wouldn't. Find it was it. really
0: a high. It was definitely one of my favorite classes I That's took good at to school. Hear.
1: I'm sure she'd love to hear that. I'm gonna tell yes. her.
0: No, I won't. Unless she hears this. She's not gonna hear this. I'll make her. Okay. <laughs> Never mind.
1: Contin- let's let's so continue. going, <laughs>
0: going into the track list. Uh, the first one. Secondhand news. Yeah, I didn't have any thoughts on this one. Yeah,
1: I it's it's kind of a weak start, in my opinion. Um, I I think it's a cool introduction. Uh, but I don't know. It I wrote that it feels secondhand. It feels a little under underdeveloped to me. Um, and the mm. vocals I found were really buried. Um, and I think a lot in in this album the vocals are mixed a little low.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Uh this whole album, the vocals and the percussion were very not yeah. center for for a lot of the songs and it was kind of just took me out of a little it a little cuz it yeah. it, be- it became very background music. The th- I listened to this record 3 times by three the way. 3
1: times, yeah. Yeah, I usually do two, but you know I gave it I gave it 2 today. I I tell p- people should know this so then I know people have ris- listened to this infinite times. So, if you love this record and you know everything about it, then do not listen to us. We have no we have no stake in in the pop rock community uh, <laughs> we're not absolutely we're not, not we're not here for to roast the Fleetwood Mac stands all right you please enjoy every damn record that they've made but yeah i didn't i didn't i found the mixing on this record to be a little little drab, and I hope that it's not because of the remaster um but yeah, I noticed the only the only percussive instrument that was that was um, consistently up front was the hi hat, which was good in yeah. some places. But um, I really would have enjoyed like just some punchier kick drums. Um, mm. Yeah,
0: they had cowbell a lot of the time every yeah, now and
1: yeah. yeah. I like when the toms came in. I do love a good driving tom. The toms were driving a couple tracks. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. It was back to the yeah. the first song. Uh,
0: We don't I don't have anything to say about it. Uh, The bow, 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 wow. Yeah, that like just the doo-wop kind of lyrics that they had. Overall, not a great track. Do you think that we shouldn't have listened to this immediately after Adele?
1: Maybe it's um, there is some overlap, I'll say. Um, Listen, you picked the damn the damn year. All right. I did. Uh, Going to the next song is
0: Dreams, which is the TikTok song for anyone who doesn't know uh i really enjoyed the chorus to this song yeah
1: the chorus is absolutely it's 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 um excuse me it's ubiquitous it's it's unique it's individual it's very like but it's also so catchy and so memorable i think that the way that they produced it um Mm -hmm. and i that is i believe that is stevie nicks vocals um yes just her her performance is really great um you know, I'm not too familiar with the Stevie Nicks discography, even though I'm I'm named after her. <laughs> um, I maybe I should be, but um, no, I thought it was really it was it's it's a good song. Obviously, like you can't knock this song. It's dreams for Christ's sake. Like it's a g- yeah. it's a great song. The the background vocals transitioning into the 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 chorus. Um, like the way that it just kind of like ebbs into it. Oh, so good. Um, this is one of those tracks that have the the, the close hi hat, um, which is really dry and up close. But I think that with everything in the background and just keeping um, Stevie Nicks' vocal up front, I think is a really, I think it's a good mixing decision because I I, I think yes. it created the, the atmosphere and the aesthetic re- really well.
0: The song definitely does follow the basic like structure of like verse, chorus, verse, yeah, kind of. And that's a bit upsetting considering how unique the general
1: vibe of the song is but i mean i mean that was the yeah, that's the time that that's still what music is yeah it's not it's not a it doesn't change it's not new form it's not reinventing anything but it does, honestly i would say it doesn't really have to because i think it does a lot in the um in the three minutes that it that it goes out you know i think the the yeah. the, the guitar the guitar that's like kind of um just way uh what do you call it wailing whammying like the the, the, the it, it's creating this um it's just like really hazy atmospheric feeling, very like psychedelic, I I I felt. Um no, it was a good it's a good song. It's great it's a great it's song. A fine song. It's a great, you know, it's a great song. Yeah. It's, a great, it's a great song. It's it's
0: probably one of the better parts on the of the record. Yes. Uh and is definitely why this record is gonna be getting a higher score than I otherwise would
1: have
0: <laughs> Uh the next song, Never Going Back Again. Uh the vocals were absolutely buried in this song. And there was nothing in this song. It's so to short, too.
1: It's only, well, it's only two minutes, but it feels so much shorter than that. There's only, I'm looking at the Apple Music now. There's only one, two, three, four, five. There's ten lines. And it's, 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 it's six of them are the same. Um, Or three of them are, there's two, it's two choruses and then these two verses. It's so short. And I, yeah, it was, it was, it was there's nothing memorable about it. Um. The guitars, the the guitars are so plucky and bright up front. I it was really grating in in my in my in my opinion. I thought it was really um they they mix them way too close up to the to the mix.
0: Yeah, this whole record, Nikki, I feel like compared to all of the other threes we've listened to, this one has by far the most skippable songs <laughs> just cuz of like They're nothing songs. Like, even the songs on, like, Quincy or Blood, Sweat, and Tears that I didn't enjoy, like, I think they had more merit than this song just because they're either more unique or just more interesting of a listen to. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. Yeah, I just, I didn't, um... Yeah, I didn't get the... It felt like an interlude track, but it, still, like, the interlude, it wasn't even going anywhere. It, wasn't trans, it didn't transition well into the next song, which I did enjoy. Um, but this one, yeah, this one... Uh, this one didn't cut it for me, sorry to say.
0: We're flying through these songs. This is going to be by far one of our shorter episodes. It's a short
1: record. It's only 40 minutes.
0: Well, yeah. If we can get to 40 minutes for the recording of this, I think that'll be a godsend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Don't Stop... This one I like. Uh, I like this one. It was a cute little song. I like
1: the pad. I'm a sucker for pads. I, what can I say? I love a nice synth, a uh, nice synth pad. It, it's a nice intro. It's groovy. Um, this is where I think the kick was like one of the uh, punchier than the rest of the record, um, uh, particularly in the beginning. Um, and it has a it has a nice but short guitar solo in the middle towards the yeah. end of it. Very, yeah, it's good. It's good. 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 Good you know pop rock that this is what it is It's just good pop rock the whole album is
0: good (laughs) i guess i'm really trying not to just like not have anything to say about these songs but like i really don't just because
1: are there particular elements let's say with this song that like you enjoyed like like instrumentation or or the orchestration of it
0: it just covered all the bases of a pop song like it they tried it making a pop,
1: a pop record with this that's that's what they said is like they they tried this is their pop their pop opus i, I guess you could well
0: say. it definitely doesn't encourage me to listen to more fleetwood mac just because I, it was boring i'm I, the overall structure of the album was boring we're gonna piss off so many boomers watching this listen if there if, how many boomers do you think listen to this I <laughs> you got me there it's definitely all like our 18 to 24-year-old friends who listen to this. Maybe so.
1: Only 24? Uh. Do we have any 30-year-old friends?
0: I don't think so. A couple, I think. Uh
1: we anyway. can go to the next song. Go your own way. Go your own way. Yes. Um this one was good. Um this is where I love the toms here. I thought it was re- the, it, it mm-hmm. was a driving toms. Um this was by far. I thought this was a very like feel good anthem in the record. Yeah, um, this is
0: actually a really. I actually really enjoy this song yeah. just because it's uh it's it's a bar song. Yeah. Uh, it's something you get with your friends and you sing. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the shaker in the background. That was fun. I definitely think that this song, uh, being one of the songs the album's uh four singles was a good choice. Yeah. I think actually it was the first single. And in December 1976, this was released
1: yeah it was good um it reminded me like i feel like this is one of those songs that you would hear at like a political like campaign rally (laughs) it's really like now introducing you know andrew yang comes out and he'd be (laughs) he'd be playing uh playing this out there that's what i really felt like you think andrew yang would come out to a fleetwood mac song i don't know i think he's from that time i think he likes fleetwood mac um, sure. I, I I saw an interview with him once. He he he's. He, I think he mentioned he's kind of a. He he likes the '70s types of music, like you know that sort of psych rock, pop rock type. He's thing. a macker. He's a macker. Is that what they call the fans of Fleetwood Mac? It is now. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but this was a good one. I like this. Um. The, another good chorus here. Um. They have they have their they have their solid choruses, even if they don't seem catchy. Um. Like at the start, or like how it's like um Arranged, I think that it comes out like the way that they perform it, orchestrate it. But yeah, no, I I thought that um I thought that it was really um no I thought it was really good. Get go go on go your own way. Very very nice. Uh, completely contrasted by the next song, Songbird. <laughs> this is the first ballad on the record. I think I felt like um there's no percussion. I don't think, or at least if there was, it was very faint. Um yeah no uh my whole right ear was lonely for this song yeah
0: it was definitely heavy to the left in the panning
1: oh yeah well i mean because it was very piano driven um and so like you're getting more low end on the on the left ear is what is traditionally traditionally done but um yeah no i thought it was really great um i like the lyrics here they're very very intimate um Gosh, I'm reading them now. I thought it was really good. They're, they're simple, but I, I don't know. I, I thought it was really good. For you, there'll be no more crying. For you, the sun will be shining. And I feel that's when I'm with you. Um, there was, one, there was one, uh, one line that really stuck out to me. Um, and I wish you all the love in the world, but most of all, I wish it from myself. And the songbirds keep singing like they know the score. And I love you, and I love you i love you it's
0: good no I, th- I feel like i would rather have seen this record performed live like this is the i know yeah. there is a there is a live recording on the super deluxe version of a lot of these songs but i feel like this is definitely like a woodstock quote-unquote yeah. kind of experience where like the vibe of like the crowd and the smell of the crowd the smell of, of the, the cr- crowd and what the crowd may or may not have been smoking at the time yes definitely gave in to uh how this music was taken in and how it was uh, absorbed into the public conscious because it came out in the late 70s.
1: So, you know, what was, mm-hmm. what was, what was uh, going on there? Do you know? Late 70s? Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot of the anti war stuff. This was, was that not post
1: Vietnam or, or current Vietnam?
0: Uh, all the hippies were a thing. What the hell is a hippie? People, people didn't cut their hair. Who knows?
1: <laughs> people still don't cut their hair. <laughs> Not that you need to. I don't to. know what
0: you're talking about. I'm a huge fan of cutting my hair. Okay, Andy.
1: Um, no, but I like this song. It was a stark contrast, but I think it was kind of needed in this record. Um, there's a lot of sad songs on this record. Like, it's all sad yeah. songs. That's, I think that's the point of the record. It was, it's all just sad. Like, they're all just cheating on each other, and they're all just fucking sad. <laughs>
0: well yeah the next song especially its lyrics are just about like the chain of abuse yes
1: the chain this is my favorite song on the record i thought it would yes. be dreams but no it's the chain i thought it was really great this was a great song uh
0: until today i thought this was the most popular fleetwood Mac song and really? it turns out i was very i thought so it turns out i'm very wrong just because this is the one that's like played on all the dad rock stations, dad rock stations. right now even
1: before before uh before the TikTok thing, I thought I, I would have thought that the dreams would have would have taken the cake, but um I digress. I, I no, I thought that the the intro vocals were a little faint because those were like for background, but then when the driving tambourine comes in, who thought the tambourine would be carrying the track? I loved that. Um the bass and the chorus switches things up in such a beautiful way. The call and response from the man, the male vocal and the female vocal, um Oh, my God, it's so good. I thought it was great. Um, the bass solo, the little solo, when it brings in the guitar and then and then the, the guitar solo and all the drums. Like, I think this is the best song on the record by far because it yes, just has far. it has the most motion. It has the most development. Um, it gets you excited. It really does.
0: I, it does. It really, like, sets the vibe for going into the second half of the record. Yeah. And it. this is also, like, I think the pinnacle of, like, not the pinnacle, culmination of like every part of this record coming together. Like it's got the harmonies, it's got the widest instrumentation, yeah. and I definitely uh, just a good song. Also, this whole record, I love the bass on this whole record.
1: Oh yeah, the bass is. Um, I like how the bass is up front. Like I think that um, the tragedy of many of of many uh, many pop or even rock music is that they keep the bass behind because they have to they have to the, have to kick be king or or the vocals stand out further, but. I think the basses here not only are they up front, but they're really they're, there's great bass lines here, and it, and, it, and it keeps it's good rhythmically, and it keeps up the the, the flow. Um, no, it's a it's good bass, and there goes my lights. <laughs> if I could say one more thing, um, the I love I loved the outro with the group vocals. Um, the one thing I did not like about it, and this is just my own personal taste, um, a fade out. I'm just. Ugh. It, it, uh, this is one of those songs that there was one song later here that I thought the, the fade out was appropriate um it was on number 10 oh daddy um but on on the chain I, I it really to me felt like it, it deserved the sort of like grand final cut just the way that it was it was created I thought I think it deserved that but it I mean other than that it was still a great song and it really was something
0: it was really the best song on the album. Absolutely. Uh, everyone listened to The Chain and nothing else on this album. No,
1: for sure, honestly. It's also the, the longest one. Oh, that's not true. Um, second longest to Gold Dust Woman, the, the closer. The next song, you, make, you Making Love Fun. You Make
0: Loving Fun. I can speak and read, ladies and gentlemen. You Make love. Uh, <laughs> this was the, probably the poppiest song on the album. Quite honestly, I'm having a hard time remembering it.
1: <laughs> um, I liked... I no, I thought it was good. I like the um the cla- I think it's a clavichord in the beginning, um or like uh like a really like effect driven guitar. Like it's going, it's it's really funky and um just funky. I don't know how to describe. it. It's like you know, it's it's really good. But yeah, I I thought it was it was a nice little thing to the song. Um. The kit, it was, was good here with some escalating toms, a- ethereal background vocals over here. Um, and then there's a wind chime that comes in. I love me a wind chime. Uh, I thought that was a nice little touch because I think that's the only time on the album that it happens. I thought it was really great. Um, the one thing I'll say that really disappointed me and kind of disappointed, made the song a little underwhelming was another fade out. I'm not a fan of fade outs, not good. Um, didn't, didn't didn't end well but uh other than that like I, no i thought it was really good um you i also can't really remember much of the 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 performance but um i thought instrumentally at least it was it was very catchy
0: yeah with the three different lead vocalists on this album it definitely doesn't help
1: keeping a consistent tone that's the thing you know like um i i do enjoy the fact that there are different vocalists like they switch things up it makes it feel like the the whole band is involved but um it does it does create a sort of issue with um having like a a consistency among the the vocal performances of the record like you can have the drums and the and the instrumentation be create the the aesthetic and the and the sonic palette but when you switch up the vocals so much it can really um mess that up just a little bit, and so I, I would agree. You should have just kept Stevie next. She should have just sang all of it. <laughs> she had the perfect
0: performance. So, the next song in stark contrast to this one, I Don't Want to Know, uh, which was a very country-heavy song.
1: Yes. Um, I thought... There, there's, some, there's some interpolations of like Americana, roots rock, country um folk rock in in this record but yeah this one definitely had some 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 country twang to it
0: very twangy track uh i really did enjoy the vibe of this though this is probably of all the stuff that wasn't a single or something i'd heard before uh this is probably my favorite one that was a new experience yeah
1: um i like the, the it was a catchy fun chorus um the guitars weren't too bright i noticed that like it, they the, the 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 acoustic guitars were not as as bright, and as plucky as the earlier track that I did not enjoy. Um, and I thought the clapping in there was really cute, like the, you know, like when it came in, I thought that was really fun. Great guitar solo, solid ending. It's a good song. I like it. I'm with it. I'm with it.
0: Definitely a peak. Uh, I did not like this song, Oh Daddy. Uh, really? You didn't like album. this one? I liked it. No, I just didn't enjoy l- lyrically being called "Oh Daddy." I was like, oh, she's not talking about her actual father, Bappa. Uh, I also just didn't. The musical style wasn't really my thing. I, it's a skippable track, as in my eyes.
1: I might, I might disagree. Although, what I will say is that the final track, Gold Dust Woman, is very similar, and so it could have. You could have, since they're they really complement each other. You could have taken one out. Um. And I would have chosen to take out Oh Daddy over Gold Dust Woman. I did, to be honest, I did enjoy the synth flute. I think that's what that was, like a synth, like a synth, yeah. synthetic flute in the beginning. And it was kind of carrying the thing. I thought that was really nice just because that wasn't heard at all on the record yet. Um, the piano bass, you know, I love I love when people bring in like those low piano sounds. Um, the plucking harmonics from the guitars. Um I thought that those were those were a nice thing, and I, like I said earlier, the fade out did seem appropriate here. I liked it. I yeah, the lyrics were not my favorite, but I did enjoy it um, instrumentally, uh, especially because it did lead up to the to the closer.
0: You know, this song should have transitioned better into Gold Dust Woman because like they have very similar like instrumentation in the beginning and end of those tracks. No. I think that it could have had a nice instead of doing a fade out, it could have just like just gone through over the track and then continued playing and it would have been pretty cool but I get that there are two separate songs two separate vocalists so it might have been harder to do yeah that being said, I did really enjoy Gold Dust Woman. I think this was probably another really strong one on the record. This is
1: an excellent closer, and it really shouldn't be because it's so sad, and it, it like it feels sad. It starts with a minor chord, um, uh, but like it has this completely melancholic vibe. But it just it, it closes out the record like in a really like beautiful yet bittersweet.
0: So uh, Gold Dust Woman, definitely a really good song. I didn't enjoy most of this album, I feel like. I, f- I either have forgotten most of it, or I just didn't
1: catch into it, yeah. I guess. Um, If I could say one more thing about Goldust Woman, I thought what was really great about this track is that uh, the howling, the howling, the, sc- the yes. banshee vocals from from the female vocalist, just fucking... I think that's CV Nicks. It's like, just Jesus. Like, that is haunting honestly haunting um i re- i haven't heard anything uh, about like s- similar to that um except for um and they that's probably where they got this from is um the the recent haim record that came out last year women in music part three where in one of their tracks um they have they're just screaming literally just like wailing on the top of their lungs just beautiful i yeah no but no it, it was a it was an interesting closer is a strong finish um I, I did like, I liked most of the songs on the record, but I didn't love most of them. And a lot of them did not maintain my attention. It, to me, honestly, like it, it feels like they're, they're kind of middle of the road because they're just so, 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 you know, but honestly, but if I'm yeah. being honest, I, I think it's the reason we feel that way, Andy, is because this was one of the albums that laid the groundwork for this sonic style. Um, and we do enjoy a lot of music, I think, um, that is that comes from this vein um, of, like, the acoustic and, and the and the pop rock. Um, and I think a lot of bands that we listen to, um, even though we have different tastes, like, I think a lot of bands we listen to get a lot of influence, not just from Fleetwood Mac, but from this record in, in particular.
0: That's a very fair point. Yeah. It just, seeing how something influences something else, it doesn't necessarily make it better it just means that other people liked it like if i go ahead and make a record inspired by some random album from 1998 and my album is 20 times better and the album from 1998 is like ah mm, oh well like people aren't going to go back and be like well it inspired andy's record so it's much much better than it was at the time yeah it just.
1: no yeah and that's what i'm saying like we don't really enjoy it because um like or, like we, 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 we don't enjoy it we, we aren't forced to enjoy it because like we know other artists and other bands that took influence from them. Um because why we liked the the bands that we like now is because they took the best parts from from this band, from Fleetwood Mac and from other bands in the area and repackaged it into something more contemporary. Um so yeah, obviously it makes sense that like we didn't enjoy this record as much as someone who grew up with this record or was significantly influenced by this record might have. Um, that just goes to show that music is fluid and music is uh, completely subjective in many regards. Um, and and
0: ever-evolving.
1: Yeah, it's always shifting, always evolving. This record would not be all that successful today, I don't think. Like, it's Again, it's a good record, and it was a good record for the time, but I don't think that... Um, there's nothing a lot about it that stands out to me that, that I think would pop off today. The 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 one like artist that's coming into my head, like trying to think of the if there's a modern equivalent, and this is not a one-to-one comparison. Um, but I think about Phoebe Bridgers. Uh I think that like her kind of take on on pop, not pop rock, but like her little indie folk thing, I think it takes a bit of influence from Fleetwood Mac. Um, but I think she's interpolated it into a much like heavier and darker direction um that makes me like kind of reflect on this record and be like well you know that's not what the sound is right now and i don't think that like something like this would really it's too it's too simple it's too too light for what modern audiences are looking for i think
0: well especially compared to like a lot of the 2010s like was that quieter kind of more relaxed feel yeah and even looking into smaller artists like adult mom Mm. who had just this whole like chilled and kickback vibe, yeah. which honestly I would say is actually a little similar to this. Uh, if you yeah. listen to adult mom's soft spots, you can
1: yes, probably yes. draw
0: a few comparisons. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. record. Also adult mom's new record coming out in March. Oh, is it? Super excited for that. Be sure to send yes. it to me
1: and I'd love to listen to it.
0: I will just not necessarily like it being old makes it not worth the time. It's just, we have modern versions of it with modern standards. Yeah. And, it just kind of makes it less necessary,
1: uh, yeah, that's really what it is, and like I feel like we're we're kind of saying this a lot so that we you know don't get the the rumorous stands mad at us, but I mean this is this is our position, is that like you know we don't think that um. It's just not what it's just it's just not what we're, we're vibing with, you know. We grew up with a different set of styles and sounds, and so it's just, this isn't resonating with us for some reason. In the way that it has with with millions and others, I would love to, um, and not to really like like hamfist that engagement, but I would love for people to tell me. Um, what they love about this record Like I would love to to hear like why They think it's one of the greatest records of all time Or like why their parents think it's one of the greatest records of all time I want to know why it speaks to them Because it really it did not resonate with me In the way that it did with other people And I would love to know like what I'm missing from it And maybe from that perspective I can I, maybe I can appreciate it more than I did today Definitely uh, let Nicky know And he will tell me what you think don't ever reach out to Andy. He will not message you back. He'll block block you on site. whether it's on social media or in person. If if it's in person, he'll he'll just shoot you. <laughs> Do not talk to me about Fleetwood Mac. Bang. Okay,
0: so Nikki, uh, we have to rate this album. Do we? Uh, I went for. I picked this, so I will go first. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it a twenty. Really? Really? Yeah.
1: That's not even... I was that, bored. Really? That's so interesting. I thought, wow, that's surprising. I know we just talked about it, but that's really surprising to me.
0: It just, I listened to this record three times on two different days, and I'm really struggling to remember a lot of the songs right now as I'm looking at my notes for the songs yeah. and talking about it with you and looking at the names. It's just any song that I didn't already know or didn't already like, uh gold dust woman notwithstanding but like Mm. for the most part this whole record i just can't for the life of me remember or be bothered to remember
1: (laughs) that is you know that's fair i um i do agree with you in many aspects there uh, the hits hit but the duds didn't um there there were a good a handful of duds here that didn't um i i really honestly am struggling to remember if i were to listen to it again I, and check my notes like i was like oh yeah but like yeah uh other than the, the 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 singles and the um the other tracks that stood out like gold dust woman um i would say but i honestly enjoyed it a little more than you but i think perhaps after talking about this i might lower my score a bit um but now I think but now actually no I'll keep my score cuz I think I don't want you to influence my score. Um I gave it a 39. A 39. I gave it a 39. Maybe that's a little high. Maybe I'll bump that down to a 31 um or even a 29. That's a lot actually. Let's let's say 31 because uh No, I did enjoy this record. Um and I think for me personally it goes over the halfway point um i would at least put it in the mid third tier of of our ranking of our ridiculous ranking system um again like the the hits hit but there was a lot that didn't that didn't speak to me um and for that like i wasn't really wasn't really a fan of it
0: that does give an average of 25.5 between the two of us i'll take it
1: making it our
0: lowest rated one <laughs> really
1: yeah that's funny i like that. Um honestly, if it didn't have the chain on the record it might even be might even be lower yeah. Um, the chain is so good. The, uh, if, I, 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 I do want to. I do want to just fucking go off the, on the chain for a bit. There's just a beautiful at one minute thirty seconds, literally exactly at that. There, there It's the end of the second chorus. Uh, or sorry, sorry. End of the first chorus. Start of the second verse. At one thirty, there's a symbol hit, and then I can. I know that there's a digital edit right there. They cut out the hit like it, and then cuts out. And I just thought that was super cool. I thought it was really fun. I think that's a great song. Um, I also, and again, I don't know if this is the remaster. On dreams at three minutes and six seconds, I heard clipping. I swear to God, there was clipping, um, and I heard it again several times. And I don't know if that was maybe just problems with the remaster, um, but I thought it was really funny. The- I think it's funny when these old songs, especially that get Grammy nods um, and and win, uh, just happen to have d- like distortion on them. I think that's really hilarious to me. I don't know why. I think that's I think that's funny, but. Um and also Gold Dust Woman with its flanger. Okay, enough nerding out. This this was a record. All of the psychedelic elements gave me um people are going to think I'm stupid, but like it gave me Pink Floyd vibes um with the limited understa- like listening like experience I've had with Pink Floyd, um especially Gold Dust Woman and those flanging guitars. Um even a little bit with Dreams. I really can't tell you if it came before or after um, like if the wall came before or after this record, um, but uh, no, I thought I thought it was really good. It had some beautiful psychedelic elements, um, and maybe that's why people kind of resonated with it because it had that um, it had that sort of like spacey feeling that I think was popular at the time. Um, but yeah, overall, it, it it was a pretty mixed bag for me. I I, I kind of do want to split it down the middle. Maybe a, I like it a little bit um, more than 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 a five, but like uh, yeah stream the chain please
0: <laughs> fleetwood Mac's really you know starving artists yeah in the they might yeah
1: please support support them as much as you can it's a it's a it's a, it's a gig economy there's no gigs they need their help
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right nikki what are you listening to
1: next week mm. i want something in the 90s um the 90s are speaking to me today so I'm going to say... I want to know what happened in 98. So give me the Grammys of 99.
0: Grammys of 99. Da-da-da-da-da. da da da, 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 da. we are going to be listening to The miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Really? Lauren Hill.
1: Oh, I'm so excited. That's a great record. I've never record. listened to this. Oh, that's great. I, um, gosh, that's great. I love picking good albums. <laughs> um i'll have a lot to say about this one I, I i haven't listened to it in a long time but uh no that's a wonderful record that changed a lot of the hip-hop landscape and i'm very i'm very excited to be talking about that next weekend oh it's hip-hop okay it hip- then hell yeah it's hip-hop r&b soul no you're gonna i think you might enjoy it i think you i think it'll be great
0: i'm glad we uh, agreed this week nikki thank you for carrying this episode with your opinions and not just me saying uh-huh yeah kind of boring <laughs> The whole time. i thought
1: i'm gonna be honest with you andy i thought you were gonna be doing that because i thought you were more familiar with fleetwood mac and so i thought like oh geez i'm not gonna have a lot to say today uh um, i
0: look, this is our shortest episode so is far it really? uh but mm-hmm. compared to last week when we went an hour and 10 minutes with santa lee yeah uh I think our wonderful, wonderful listeners might wanna want less of us. Maybe.
1: No, I think no. I think it was great. I really enjoyed last week's episode. I, I had a great time. I've been talking with Santa Lee about it. Um, we're really enjoying. She says she's en- she's enjoyed listening to our few episodes so far.
0: Great. And we hope everyone else has enjoyed listening. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you've made it to this point, uh, you can do whatever you want. Follow, review, five stars. Uh, follow Nikki listen to Nikki Kulai.
1: Yes, once again, I am Nikki Kulai. Um and I make music for for the gays. Um but thank you. This was great. Thank you for always stopping great. in. Let's hang out again.
0: And give Mario and Luigi a greeting.
1: <laughs> and the damn episode.